0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fancy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys a deep sleeper at every single position. We're talking quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. No defense or kicker, because no one gives a goddamn fuck about them. So before we get into the video, I'd like to ask you guys, could please click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I put out content every single goddamn day, even in my girlfriend's living room for all of you guys, since I do not have any power. So before we get into it, actually, I already said that. So please make sure to go down below as well and check out the draft guide. It's pretty cheap. You can get it, and I hope you enjoy it. So let's get into a Deep sleeper at every single position. So we're going to start off here with the quarterback, and the quarterback I want to talk about today is Mr. Derek Carr, who was criminally underrated, whereas his brother was criminally overrated because the guy was getting sacked every three seconds in Houston. So FFPC ADP right now, 162.36 from Mr. Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now he's six two, two 214 pounds. The guy's an absolute giant. Now if you remember a couple of years ago, Derek Carr was actually good, and then recently he hasn't been as hot, or maybe you just don't perceive him as being as good as he actually is, because when we look at the stats, Derek Carr is actually a pretty competent quarterback. So his 40-yard dash is a 4.69, so very nice for Derek Carr. 83rd percentile, 72nd percentile burst score, 79th percentile agility score. And a fifth percentile Lick score. Derek Carr is a goddamn dumbass, apparently, only scoring at 20. I mean, a local fourth grader might be able to do better. So let's get into it. So Derek Carr right now coming off the board as quarterback number 27, pick 180, and is a 15th round pick. So where most people are picking a kicker, that's where Derek Carr is getting selected. But last year he finished as quarterback number 16. So that's kind of crazy that he's getting drafted that low, but it's probably just because of the fact that most people don't like the Raiders. Now, 15.3 PPR points per game last season, ranking 21st at the quarterback position, 16 total games, 513 passing attempts, 32.1 per game, ranking 14th at the quarterback position, which is actually pretty high. Compared to what you would think, Derek Carr's output was. Derek Carr was kind of a guy last year who you just put in your lineup, and you're like, ah, uh, you know what? I got to play Derek Carr. I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep because he's not gonna do all that hot, and he really didn't do all that hot. But quarterback 16 is nothing to kind of get under excited about because now his ADP is way too low for what Derek Carr truly is. He had 4,055 passing yards, 253.4 per game ranking eighth that quarterback. He was top 10 in passing yards last season on a team that wasn't even as good, and now they've gotten better. They drafted. Mr. Henry Ruggs in the first round of the draft, which is obviously something that Coach Gruden wanted. They've seen Tyreek Hill just absolutely bumfuck him year in and year out, and now they need to go ahead and get their own speedster in Mr. Henry Ruggs. Obviously, Tyrell Williams and uh, Hunter Renfro are pretty good at the wide receiver position, but they're nothing special, whereas Henry Ruggs really adds that versatility to that offense, and the offense that really looks to be somewhat run-heavy with Josh Jacobs, now that Derek Carr could actually be pretty competent this year, as long as he doesn't get hurt, I think that Derek Carr is just an absolute steal late in the draft. 21 passing touchdowns last year at a 4.1% rate, so to understand quarterback touchdown rate, you have to kind of figure out that if they are above 5%, if they're at about 7, 8, or 9, that's a Really, really high, and you expect that to go back down to earth. Whereas if they're at around five, you just expect that to be normal. So, 4.1% rate for Derek Carr, I expect to happen pretty much again in 2020, even if the Vegas Raiders are just a bit better after they move out of Oakland with those wild ass fans. So, 14 INTs for Mr. Derek Carr last year and eight interceptable passes. So, he actually played pretty well. Now, Derek Carr is a guy who in the past used to be able to actually roll out of the pocket and run, but I think after he ended up hurting his leg a couple of years ago during his MVP season, he just decided decided to not try to run the ball anymore he decided to not have the fate of his brother and become a boss he's actually made it pretty far in the NFL and now I know there's going to be the doubters saying that Marcus Mariota is behind him now Marcus Mariota is going to pass Derek Carr and I see no way in fuck Marcus Mariota is going to do that Marcus Mariota got benched for Ryan Tannehill and as a Miami Dolphins fan we all know that Ryan Tannehill isn't very good and the only way the Tennessee Titans needed to succeed was to have Marcus Mariota hand the ball off and the guy couldn't even do that correctly so if we're looking at Derek Carr's efficiency the guy was uber efficient last season 106. 0 true passer rating, ranking 7th at the quarterback position, which is just obviously way much more high than something that you would think that Derek Carr could produce. 78.6% true completion rate, ranking number 2 at the quarterback position. So, the guy is definitely an accurate passer. Now, there's something a big bonus about Derek Carr and something that I think will even be more superior this year is the play-action from the team since now that they're trying to say that they're going to try to get josh jacobs involved in the passing game i think teams are going to be more inclined to be scared of the play action pass you know some play action passes the quarter the running back actually goes out of the backfield and tries to go ahead and catch the ball so 74.3 percent play action completion percentage ranking third at the quarterback position 80 to percent deep ball completion percentage 18th at the quarterback position but you wouldn't expect that to be very good for Derek carr since none of his wide receivers are really deep down the field threats like henry ruggs who we saw they drafted this season in the first round so hopefully we can see Derek Carr look even better this year but to be honest with you at ADP quarterback number 27 you don't even need him to be all that good if you're drafting him in that pick so I think Derek Carr is going to be kind of a sleeper type of a guy that not a lot he's not going to be on a lot of people's radar but I wouldn't be surprised if he had multiple top 10 weeks in 2020. Looking at the next guy here, we got running bike Zachary Moss of the Buffalo Bills, FFPC ADP 119.52. Now, Zach Moss is a measly nine, 223 pounds, though, so the guy's pretty thick, 22.7 years old out of Utah. Now, his combine metrics are absolutely atrocious because the guy hurt his pussy trying to run, and he decided to just bench. He just decided to sit down. He didn't want to do all the workouts, which kind of screwed up Zach Moss's uh, actual draft position in the real NFL draft. He went in the third round, whereas many people touted Zach Moss as a top five running back, but we all saw what happened in the actual NFL draft. 40-yard dash, 4.65, ranking 31st, it the thirty-first percentile, I should say, forty-six percentile speed score, doesn't have a burst score or an agility score and a forty-second percentile bench press. So if you look at Zach Moss's stats from college at Utah last season, right now coming off the board as running back 45, pick 122, and an eleventh round pick. And I really see him skyrocketing this year into around the ninth round by the time we're actually drafting. Due to the fact that I don't really believe in the running back ahead of him in Devin Singletary. I know he's okay, but at the end of the day, he didn't show anything good enough because if he they thought if the Buffalo Bills perceived him as being good enough, they wouldn't have drafted Zach Moss in the third round this season. So if we look at his stats at Utah, like I said, in 2019, he played in 13 games, had 235 carries, 1,416 rushing yards at six yards per carry, which is pretty good for a college running back. You look for the guy to get over five yards per carry considering the competition isn't as good as in the NFL. 28 receptions on 29 targets, so the guy has glue strapped to his hands. He's got that Elmer's. He took those for 388 receiving yards, which is pretty solid. Obviously, you're not looking for Zach Moss to be some type of CMC-esque back in the Buffalo backfield, but even with Devin Singletary there, I think that it's going to be around a 55 to 45% split in, obviously, Devin Singletary's favor because he's technically the veteran of the backfield just entering his second year in the NFL. Zach Moss toted 17 total touchdowns with a 9% target share in Utah's offense, so he was doing a lot with given a little, so I think that that could be benefit, benefit. beneficial benefactor some fucking weird word like that to Zach Moss's success in Buffalo even if he's not given a whole lot of touches I believe he can do a lot with the less touches in that Buffalo offense so if we look at Zach the splits last season from the Buffalo Bills we can see Devin Singletary had 541 snaps which is 49.5 percent of the snaps of the whole Buffalo Bills offense whereas Frank Gore had 381 35.9 percent of the snaps but at the beginning of the year obviously Frank Gore was the true alpha running back and I don't think we see that this year, with that, De- with Devin Singletary being the complete alpha guy, I think it really is going to be just a 55 to 45% split. I think Zach Moss could really emerge there. I don't really see a whole lot of touchdown upside though, there in Buffalo, since they have Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I should say, a guy who scores like five to seven rushing touchdowns pretty much every single year. He's just a lock to steal a touchdown from the running back so I wouldn't really be super high on the touchdown upside but Zach Moss is a big boy he's thick like I stated and he could probably get through that line and try to score a couple of touchdowns maybe even vulture Devin Singletary a couple of times so now onto the third player the wide receiver out of the four players obviously because we're talking quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end if you guys have enjoyed thus far please slap that subscribe button please I would really appreciate it so Randall Cobb is a wide receiver now of the Houston Texans we know Randall Slob on my knob Cobb from a bunch of different teams obviously started his career in Green Bay and then as he dwindled down like all those fuckers do they end up going to Dallas and then he just provides some value for the team but obviously not some type of top tier wide receiver but he comes into this spot now in Houston where he could really be the guy considering the other two guys around him Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks just get hurt when you poke them like they know the nurses at the local hospital in Houston or I guess not in Houston because Cooks has been in New England he's been in LA and he's gotten hurt in both places now he finds his new home in Houston where he gets to know those new nurses. So Randall Cobb is going to be a guy that has the potential to become the wide receiver one just a couple of weeks into the season and Randall Cobb's a guy that is a veteran in the league 30 years old out of Kentucky 5 foot 10 192 pounds who has proved his worth in the NFL and I think he can prove his worth this year in Houston right now his FFPC ADP is 228.04 which means the guy's not even getting taken in those drafts and the FFPC those are more sharp guys they're putting like 100 plus dollars on their teams they're not even thinking about drafting Randall Cobb so I'd argue those guys are a bunch of dumbasses so check out drafters.com that's where you want to be drafting with the real sharps code notorious at checkout so four 46 40-yard dash, 77th percentile, 46th percentile speed score, 16th percentile burst score, 28th percentile agility score, and a 14th percentile catch radius, but I'd argue he's a better player than those workout metrics. The workout metrics don't necessarily tell the tale of a player. Some guys just play much better once they're actually on the field versus just running up against no one. So, if we look at Randall Cobb's stats last season in Houston, right now coming off the board is wide receiver number 76, pick 237, and round number 21. Most leagues don't even have 21 goddamn rounds. So, wide receiver number 44 last season uh, in 15 games, obviously, in Dallas, 10.3 PPR points per game, ranking 51st at the wide receiver position. He had 83 targets, 5.5 per game, ranking 48th at the wide receiver position, 55 total receptions, 3.7 per game, ranking 41st at the wide receiver position. He had 828 receiving yards. He probably would have... Have had over a thousand if he was just given more opportunity there. 55.2 per game, ranked 33rd at the wide receiver position. I would not be surprised if we see Randall Cobb finishing this year as the number one wide receiver from Houston, even though I do like Cooks the most out of that group. Three total touchdowns, 59th amongst wide receivers, and four red zone receptions, 60th amongst wide receivers. I think Randall Cobb's touchdown output could be immense here in Houston, considering Houston doesn't really have a tight end and they don't really rely on actually dumping the ball off to the running back. When you bring in David Johnson, Johnson And Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson is one of the best Pass catching backs in the NFL. They have a Johnson And Johnson backfield And they just don't do anything with it. It probably will make no sense when David Johnson is, it might even be the best wide receiver on the team besides Randall Cobb seven weeks into the season. If obviously if David Johnson could stay healthy, because we all know that guy is always hurt. But I think Randall Cobb could obviously have a great year, especially with this situation in Houston. Obviously we know DeAndre Hopkins got his ass shipped out for a used condom in David Johnson. So Randall Cobb is stepping into a great spot. The Texans vacated production is very good. 150 total targets for Randall Cobb it. He could potentially get 150 targets. Now, I don't think that's 100% possible since Cooks is there and Fuller, but it's obviously up to him to make those plays and get the ball. 150 total targets, 1,165 receiving yards, and seven total touchdowns. So, I think we could see Randall Cobb really step up this season and look great like his heyday in Green Bay. So, the final player of this video is tight end Blake Jarwin. Now, I'm not actually the biggest Blake Jarwin guy of the Dallas Cowboys since I believe there might be too many Cooks in the kitchen, but he was the only guy going super late where I felt confident enough to where I would actually want to draft him. I have drafted him on a couple of my drafters. Team's due to the fact that I typically like to punt the tight end position, and Blake Jarwin is one of those super late upside guys. Now, his FFPC ADP is 113, but you better bet your ass that there is no way he gets pecked anywhere near there in most leagues. He's a Dallas Cowboy, like I said, 6'5", 246 pounds out of Oklahoma State, 26.1 years old. So, if we look at his workout metrics, pretty solid, 62nd percentile 40-yard dash with a 4.74, 61st percentile speed score, 70th percentile burst score, 32nd percentile agility score, and a 68th percentile catch rate radius one percentile off of being very nice with 69 so if we look at Blake Jarwin's uh, ADP right now coming off the board is tight end number 20 pick 161 and is a 14th round pick almost going undrafted in a lot of leagues for a guy with some upside now I understand the Dallas Cowboys have a bunch of wide receiver options especially now since they added C.D. Lamb in the NFL draft early in the draft for him to eventually become the alpha for the team Now, I think this Blake Jarwin pick may be one year too early. I think next year, after Michael Gallup likely leaves, we can see Blake Jarwin really emerge as that guy, but we've seen Dak Prescott in the past be prone to kind of looking for that tight end. Jason Winton was a reliable guy, for him, and I think Blake Jarwin could step right into that place and be that guy for Mr. Dakota Prescott. So, tight end number 28 in 2019, playing in just 15 games. Now, his stats are not very hot at all, so I'm just going to rattle them off real quick 5.7 PPR points per game, 32nd at tight end, 41 targets, 34th at tight end, 31 receptions, 31st at tight end, 365 receiving yards, 27th at tight end, 1 red zone reception, 58th at tight end, 3 total tuddies, 19th at tight end, and 39.1% snap share on that offense so obviously his snap share was low but I think that obviously escalates this season with Jason Witten sending his ass to Las Vegas I don't know if anyone's seen that picture of him wearing a Vegas uniform but it just looks straight up wrong even though I'm not a Dallas fan so Cowboys vacated targets they got 83 total vacated targets at the tight end position 529 receiving yards and four total touchdowns so that just further solidifies my statement earlier about Dak Prescott he was targeting the tight ends 83 times last season and maybe even more because Blake Jarwin was obviously getting targets last year so now that Jason Winton is gone Blake Jarwin could really step into his own in this offense and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him due to the fact that there are a lot of players on the team I know I brought that up as how it could be a downside but at the end of the day you can't cover all these guys you might be able to stop Amari Cooper you might be able to stop Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb but you know who you're not going to be able to stop Blake fucking Jarwin so hopefully you guys enjoyed this video if at any point you ended up enjoying please make sure to click that subscribe button have a great day rest of your day and i'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with yet another heater also type prosper in the comments if you want a shout out in tomorrow's video